Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. We are thankful this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, for a great opportunity to be in your presence, to hear your word. Father, for the time that we have, we welcome your spirit to minister to us. Let the spirit of God speak to us. Father, let this service be different. Let it not be another ordinary Sunday service. But may it be a spirit that we will encounter you. Father, that we will indeed have the dew of heaven open upon us. In the name of Jesus. May we have an encounter this afternoon. A transformation and a change in the name of Jesus. Let there be awareness this afternoon. Let the spirit of God minister and touch the heart of everyone that is here this afternoon. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap for Jesus as you take your seat. A big clap offering for Jesus as you are taking your seat. Wonderful. Well, this afternoon I want to share a very simple message. A message that I heard from Bishop. Very wonderful message. But it's simple. Um, but I'm, I, I'm believing God that um, he will give you a hearing ear and understanding. And I'm believing God that there will be a meaning to you personally. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. I'm sharing with you, moving on with the Holy Spirit. Moving on with the Holy Spirit. How many of you want to be led by the Holy Spirit? Few people. Okay, now put your hands down. How many of you do not want to be led by the Holy Spirit? Oh, but how many of you don't want to be led by any spirit? Okay, Okay. now how many of you want to be led by the Holy Spirit? Wonderful, powerful. Moving on with the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. He says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, They are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Amen. The Spirit itself beareth witness or testifies with our spirit that we are the children of God. Can we read this verse, this scripture 14 to 16 in the NIV, please? Quickly. Verse 14. It says, Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. 
For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. Are you with me? You did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear. But you received the spirit of sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Hallelujah. See, there's a spirit of bondage. The spirit of bondage or the spirit that enslaves you. The spirit of bondage. It says, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. There is a spirit of bondage. A spirit that keeps you in bondage. Hallelujah. It is a compelling spirit. It is a spirit that drives you. Amen. Any spirit that drives you keeps you in bondage. But the Holy Spirit does not drive you. The Holy Spirit leads you. Amen. The Holy Spirit leads you. That is why he gives you the free will to choose to be led or not to be led. Any other spirit that is not of the Holy Spirit or that is not of God drives you. Amen. It drives you to do things that you do not want. The Holy Spirit leads you. So it is the spirit of bondage. It keeps you in bondage. It enslaves you. Amen. So every one of you must endeavor. You must endeavor to by all means, by all means, and by all possible means, I mean, endeavor to be led by the Holy Spirit. Everyone must make every effort to be led by the Holy Spirit. All the time. All the time. In all situations. In every situation, endeavor to be led by the Holy Spirit. In everything you do, ensure that you are being led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not only to lead us to church. It's not only to lead us to pray or to lead us to fast, or to lead us to study the word of God, or to lead us to preach. The Holy Spirit is to lead us to do everything. Everything. Hallelujah. It's to lead us in all things. That is why the Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, that we ought to, we ought to acknowledge God. We ought to not lean on our own understanding. It says, trust in the Lord. We have to trust in the Lord in all things and not to ever lean on our own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. That is how you get the Holy Spirit to lead you. When you are conscious of him and you acknowledge his presence, to be conscious all the time of the Holy Spirit and allow him to lead you, he will lead you. Because there are many different spirits. 
there are many, many different spirits that are at work in you or that are competing to work in you. There are many spirits, different spirits that want to lead you. Now, if you are not led by the Holy Spirit, some other spirit will lead you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? If you are not led by the Holy Spirit, some other spirit will lead you, and I can guarantee you that that spirit is not of God. If you are not led by the Holy Spirit, any other spirit that is leading you is an evil spirit. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Now, you cannot be led halfway by the Holy Spirit and halfway by evil spirit. You will, you will tend to move. You see, those, two, those spirits, they are competing for your, for your, your being led. Now, you will tend to drive towards the spirit that drives you or the spirit that is of the evil spirit if you lean on your understanding. If you depend on the needs of the flesh. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Now, what are some of the spirits that lead us? What are some of the different kinds of spirits that can lead us? One such common spirit, one such common spirit that can lead you is the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit, and it's not from God. I said fear is what? It's a spirit, and it's not from God. It's not a spirit that comes from God. In 2 Timothy 1.7, it says, For God had not given us the spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear. God did not give us the spirit of fear. But God gave us the spirit, it says God gave us power, love, and sound mind. God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love. That means the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of sound mind. So your ability to love, it comes from the Holy Spirit. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, you cannot love. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So for someone who does not believe in the Holy Spirit, someone who does not care about the Holy Spirit, that says, I love you, it is another spirit. And it's not love. I'm telling you. He said, God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. Sound mind, another version, it says self-control. Self-control, self-discipline. The Holy Spirit will give you a spirit of self-discipline. A spirit of self-control. The Holy Spirit will give you a spirit that you have a choice. You have self-control. You can control to be led or not to be led. The Holy Spirit does not give you the spirit that is a compelling spirit. A spirit that drives you. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing this afternoon? Hallelujah. When you are led by fear, you don't have self-control. When you are led by the spirit of fear, there is no self-control. Do you understand? 
When you are led by the spirit of fear, you don't control what you do. You are controlled by the spirit. It drives you to do things. Hallelujah. When you are not a spiritual person, I want you to listen very carefully. Because this is very important. When you are not a spiritual person, that means you are not someone who is conscious of spirit. You are not conscious of spirit. You, you see everything in the flesh. Everything is carnal. Everything is about what you see and what you feel and what you touch. Everything is about what you smell. Do you understand? You are not spiritual. It means you are not conscious of spiritual things. You will not be aware if you are not spiritual. If you are not conscious, you are not, you are not awake to spiritual things. You will not be aware when you are being led by a spirit. You will not be aware when you are being led by the spirit of fear. Amen. You will not be aware even when you are being led by the Holy Spirit. You will not be aware. But you must be someone who is conscious. Who, someone who is spiritual. Someone who looks for spiritual meaning to things. Always. All the time. Always. It says, lean not on your own understanding. Don't take things for the face value. Lean not on your understanding. Your understanding tells you that this is a chair that you see. Four-legged chair and I can sit on it. Lean not on that understanding. But understand also that there can be a spirit that sits here that can anoint you when you sit on it. That it's not just an ordinary chair. And now when you don't have, when you are not spiritual, you don't have value for such things. That is why even you can pull the pastor's chair and just a chair is a chair. Do you understand? You are not spiritual. You don't have value for certain things. And then you, so you are so kind of, you say, but that's a chair. What, what is it? It's just a chair that the pastor sits on. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? I mean, this is just an example. I'm not saying my chair is... Um, so that when I put my chair there, then you go and sit there and. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So when you are not conscious of spiritual things, you will not know when you are being led by a spirit. You will not know. That means you have to make conscious effort all the time, all the time. Conscious effort of the possibility of a spirit leading you. Hallelujah. Many people are driven by the spirit of fear to do so many things. Many people are driven by the spirit of fear to do different things. You can find a woman who is entering in a marriage out of fear. Do you understand? You are entering in a marriage out of fear. Sometimes... The fear that you are getting old. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You, 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 you? you have the fear that if I don't marry him, I'm getting old. And so maybe no one will come for the next three, four, five, six years. Do you understand? So you, you are being driven into the marriage. 
You are being driven into the marriage. That is out of fear. So the spirit of fear is driving you into the marriage. And you are not conscious of it. You are not aware. Amen. Amen. You see that one of the signs you will see that if it was your own will, if it is your own, if you had self-control, maybe this will not be the person you will marry. But circumstances have become such that I have to marry this one. You see, but you see, you are you 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 look at it from your understanding that if I don't marry him, I'm getting old. That is the reason. So you give yourself that understanding. But it is the spirit of fear. That is driving you into the marriage. It is the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. It's the spirit of fear. So you have no sound mind in the marriage that you are entering. No sound mind. Because you are being driven by the spirit of fear. And it says that God has not given us the spirit of fear. God gave you the spirit of sound mind. Self-control. Love. Amen. You, have, you must have power. Hallelujah. Sometimes people are getting married for fear that all your friends are getting married and you are being left behind. It means that you'll be lonely. Once your friends are all married, you'll be lonely. So you feel compelled. And then you are ready to marry anything that comes inside. I have to marry some of you peppers that by, by March 2017, I must marry. It's my year of greatness. I have to marry. Amen. And so you are, you are ready like this. Every, you are ready. Who is coming? Anyone that just come, you are taken. You are being driven by fear. I say you are being driven by fear. Sometimes you are being driven by the fear of ungratefulness. The fear that you, you may be deemed as a person who is ungrateful for the good the person has done you. Sometimes you feel guilty after eating all this Chinese food for so many months. Every afternoon, I take you. Every afternoon, I take you. Sometimes you feel that the person has done you much good. And you, you, you are compelled to marry the person. It's a spirit of fear. That is not from God. Did you hear me? Yes. I said that is not from where? God. It's not from God. That spirit is not from God. It's a spirit that is driving you into doing something that you don't have control over. And then you look at the situation and say, if I had my free will, if I had self-control over this, I will not go into this marriage. But you feel compelled. Anytime you are feeling compelling spirit, compel, you are being compelled to do something, it's not being led by the spirit of God. You are not being led by the Spirit of God. Amen. Amen. That is why when you are giving, when you are giving and it's a compelled giving, you are giving out of compulsion, it says God did not ask you to give that way. The Spirit of God, it, it, asks, it leads you, give freely, not grudgingly. Amen. Amen. Is somebody understanding my short message? I'm almost done, so just bear with me. 
It's a spirit that drives you. It compels you. And that is not of God. Hallelujah. That is not of God. Sometimes students, students are compelled. Students are compelled by the surrounding environment to involve in certain things as smoke cigarettes. You are being compelled to drink alcohol. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You are being compelled to have a sexual relation. It's a compelling spirit. And then you see you don't want to do it. You don't want to be involved in this. You don't want to start doing this. But there is such compelling. It's not from God. The spirit of God does not drive you to do things. So how many of you now want to be sons of God? You want to be led by the Holy Spirit? Amen. Amen. Or you don't like my message? Sometimes you you are feeling compelled to be rebellious. Do you understand? The, the, The spirit that drives you to be rebellious. Because you hear how your friends are talking and the way they... Really? Your dad makes you do this? Your mom makes you do that? How? How old are you? You are this age and, and then you feel, I, I have to rebel. I, I, my age, at this my age, I have to. It is not a spirit that comes from God. It's a compelling spirit. You feel, you, 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 you feel this is what you have to do. It's a compelling spirit. It drives you. Hallelujah. Now, all of these instances, you are being driven by the Spirit. And I said, unless you become conscious, unless you become conscious of the Spirit, you wouldn't know that you are being driven by a Spirit. You must analyze and be conscious what Spirit is driving me. Is this a spiritual drive? If you don't do that, you will never know that you are being driven by a Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, when you are not conscious of a spirit, when you don't analyze and see that you are being driven by a spirit and you are told, someone tells you that you are under an influence of a spirit, you disagree. You disagree. You deny it. Sometimes you even get angry. Now, here is the deception. Here is a deception. You see, a lot of times, when we are influenced by a spirit, we tend to want to feel the spirit. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? We tend to want to feel the spirit so that we will agree that, yes, we are being influenced by a spirit. When you are being influenced by an evil spirit and you feel and you know and you are conscious of it, you are a witch. Or you are a wizard. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm ministering, I'm preaching to you. Don't argue with me. Do you understand? Then you, you, you see, because you see, for the most part, when you are conscious of an evil spirit, you will not let him drive you. I'm telling you. Because then all of you will not be sitting here. When you are conscious that this fear, is from the evil spirit, you will not let it drive you. But when you are conscious, when you know that this spirit that is driving me is evil spirit and I'm still going to do it, then you are a witch. 
or you are a wizard. You see, because that is you. Because you see, verse 16 in um, Romans chapter 8, look at that scripture again. It says that, look, verse 16. It says, the spirit himself, the spirit himself testifies with our spirit. It testifies with our spirit, not with your flesh. Amen. Amen. It testifies with your spirit. So the evil spirit also testifies with your spirit. Amen. Amen. It testifies with your spirit. But you see, we want to feel the spirit. That is why even when you are in an anointing service, you are in church and you, you, there's a presence, you are looking to feel some goosebumps. You are looking to feel some warm air. You know, that some warm air. You know, and then you are, as you are praying, you are looking for some warm air to pass over you or you are looking for some cool air or you are looking for some sprinkling. You see, it is possible. It is possible. You can have that. But you see, don't look for it. And its absence does not negate its presence. You don't understand the English sentence that I made. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is very simple. That the fact that you don't feel it does not mean that the spirit is not there. Amen. So when there's a Holy Spirit, you want to feel, where is it? Where is it? Where is he? And then you want to feel some warm something, burning sensation. See, when you are being led by the spirit of fear, do you look for warm sensation and burning sensation to know that you are being led by the spirit of fear? You don't look for it. But you are being led by the spirit of fear. So then why do you look for a burning sensation when is the Holy Spirit? The spirit testifies with our spirit. That is why you ought to be conscious of the spirit. Let your spirit man be alive. That means that put the flesh down. That is when you become sensitive to the spirit. Because the spirit testifies with your spirit. Is it too hard for you to receive? You understand my message so far? We are almost done. We are going to Manhattan. Powerfully. Amen. Amen. So when you don't feel the spirit, when you don't feel the spirit, when you, you, you don't sense the spirit, and you are told, you see, because you will not feel it. So when someone tells you that you are, you are going into this out of fear, you deny it. You deny it. Because you, you, you don't feel the spirit leading you. Amen. Now, you don't usually feel the Spirit when it is leading you. For example, when the Holy Spirit is upon a pastor and he's preaching, he's ministering, you see, the pastor may not feel the Spirit on him as he's preaching. Do you understand? But what happens is that another person will feel the effect of the Spirit. So as the anointed pastor is preaching an anointed message, 
you be sitting there and you say, who told him? You see, you see, who told him? And then you are looking at your friend. You see, you are looking at your friend's face to see that if he's looking in your direction or she's looking, then you know that she or he told him. You see, you see somebody must have told him. How does he know? How, how does he know? And then you, you see, it is something that is going. You are feeling that if you see the arrows are coming at you, the pastor himself may not feel any arrow being thrown at all. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But you, you feel that arrows are coming at you. You feel arrows are coming at you. And then you are, you are picking fights. Was he in my bedroom? This is a bedroom information. Who took this out? You see, then you are looking for fights. But it is the Holy Spirit, the effects of the Spirit. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So it's like, you see, when you see an electric cable, the one who carries the spirit is like the cable. You see, when you look at the cable, you will not feel anything. You don't, the cable doesn't feel even there's power going through me. Because then the cable will also burn. Do you understand? But the effect of the cable, if you touch the ends of it as it is bringing the power, you, you will feel the effect. You will feel the effect. Amen. You will feel the effect. But the person, you see, that is why you, you don't look and say, I don't feel it. So the spirit is not on me. The spirit is on you and is leading you. But someone will see the effect. Someone will have the effect. Someone will tell you that you are being led by fear. And you will disagree because you don't feel it. But I'm saying that unless you be conscious, unless you are conscious, and analyze and say, this must be the spirit leading me. Amen. Amen. One other spirit that is very common is the spirit of pride. The spirit of pride. Amen. Amen. The spirit of pride, it compels you to do things. It compels you to do things that you yourself don't feel. You don't see the effect. You don't see it. Amen. Amen. Somebody doesn't like my message. But you are being delivered. Amen. I say you are being delivered. Amen. When you don't feel the spirit, don't be angry when someone tells you that this spirit is driving you. Because you are not analyzing it. What you need to do is to stop and analyzing and, and see that this thing, it must be a spirit. It must be a spirit. The spirit of disrespectfulness. You, when you are manifesting, you see, you are manifesting, you see, the effect, people feel the effect that this person is too disrespectful. This person is too proud. It is a spirit that is driving you. Have you seen someone that, you see, someone is so proud, so proud, and you look at the person and you analyze the person and you don't even see what is the thing that makes the person proud. You see a very proud woman and even the high heels she's working, she cannot walk in it. She's going like this. But she's so proud. So you don't understand why the person is proud. As she's going, she's about to fall. You know, with the high, she's, she's about to fall in the high heel. But she's very proud. And so you look 
and you don't understand why the person is proud. It's a spirit that drives the person. It's a spirit. And so, you see, when you see a person like that and you say, you are proud, the person will be very angry. Because, you see, the person doesn't, unless the person analyzes and says, this behavior, you see, this behavior is a proud behavior. And you don't want to be also called proud. Do you understand? How many of you want to be one? As for me, 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 That means I am very proud. I am very proud. How many of you have said that before? You see, you will not like it when someone points out to you that you are proud. <laughs> you will not like it. But you see, the effect, they feel the effect that you are proud. We can't handle you. You are too proud. We can't handle you. But unless you analyze it, you be conscious of spirit. You see, if you are not a spiritual person, you will not know that you are being driven by the spirit of pride. I am telling you. I'm teaching you a very important message. And I believe by the grace of God, people are being set free from certain spirits. Amen. You will not know when you are being proud. Hallelujah. These are all evil spirits. So when you are when you when when you when you have acted, when you have acted, sometimes the spirit that makes you say certain things. The spirit that drives you, you see the, the things that you are saying, it is destroying your relationship. It is it is breaking your relationship. And if you don't stop and say, let me be conscious and analyze the spirit, and someone tells you, you will disagree. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You will disagree, but you have to be conscious of a spirit. You have to be conscious, what spirit is this? And when you are conscious of it, then you will know that this is not from God. Because you see, one of the signs that you will see is when the spirit, is, when the spirit drives you to do something, and you, the spirit is, you are on your own now, you look at the situation and you say, why did I do this? I don't even know why I said this to you. I don't even know why I did this. How many of you have said that before? Evil spirits have driven all of us before. All of us before. All of us. Sometimes you do certain things that you regret so much. You see, when you have the self-control, you know that if I had a self-control, I wouldn't have done this. If I had the self-control, I wouldn't have said this. Because, you see, the Spirit of God, it says, He leadeth me beside still waters. He leads you. When you are being led by the Spirit of God, you come to still waters. When you are being led by the evil spirit, you come to a place of regret. You come to a place of disappointment. You come to a place of disgrace. You come to a place where you, if you had self-control, if you had a choice, you come to a place of misery. You come to a place of poverty. It is a spirit that drives. It drives you. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And unless you are conscious, unless you say, this type of spending this behavior, this, this spontaneous buying, it must be a spirit. You see, you will never, you will never be conscious, you will never accept 
that is a spirit that is driving you because you think that I am a good shopper. I look for the sales. And I am a wise, smart shopper. But you realize that you have so many clothes that you don't need. And you are poor. It's a spirit that drives you to poverty. It's a spirit that drives you to waste. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But when you look at your clothes, you look at all these clothes, and then you are going to buy again and analyze and say, is this a spirit that is driving me as I'm looking at this thing that is hanging in the window and I'm walking in the store to go and pick it and I'm going to the cashier to check or I'm going to the dressing room to try it and I look at it and I, I don't like the size and I go and I check. Is, a spirit, is it a spirit that is moving me? Or I am a wise shopper. But you see, when you are not spiritual, you lean on your understanding and you say, I am a wise shopper. I pick the sales at the right time. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you this afternoon? But there is a compelling spirit that makes you buy and buy and buy. And then when you come home, you are angry afterwards. You regret. Why did I buy all these things? How many of you have felt like that before? You have bought certain things that you have regret. You, you, you. What happened to me? If you, what, happened, what, what was wrong with me? Why, why did I do this? The spirit of greed. Sometimes you eat, certain, you eat and then you, are, you regret. You see, when you look at your size, and doctors have told you that you have to lose weight because if you don't lose weight, you will get a heart disease. If you don't lose weight, you will get diabetes. If you don't do this, you will get this. And then you, you see the food, and then you are compelled to eat. You see, sometimes you, even as you are eating, you are not happy with it. You say, ah, 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 food. Ah. You see, as you are eating it, you are angry. But you don't have control over it. It is an evil spirit. But you see, you will not agree when someone tells you, unless you become spiritual enough to be conscious and say, this is being driven by a spirit. Why am I killing myself? Do you want to die? You don't want to die. You don't want to die. But the spirit, I said, the spirit that drives you, it will not lead you to still waters. It will lead you to a sick bed. Where they will tell you, the reason why you are in the sick bed is because of the food that you have eaten. Amen. Is somebody understanding my short message so far? And if you are not conscious of that, you will not accept it. Hallelujah. You will not accept it. Back to Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Romans chapter 8 and verse 14. It says, it's okay, we can read the King James Version. It says, for as many, as many as are what? As many as are what? Led, led by the Spirit. By the Spirit of God. 
as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? They are what? The sons of who? The sons of who? That means when you are led by the Spirit of God, you are the son of God. Or you are a child of God. Now, when you are not being led by the Spirit of God, I have told you that you can have in-between spirits. There is either evil spirit or there is a Holy Spirit. Do you understand? So he says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So if you are not being led by the Spirit of God, you are a son of who? You are, led, you are being led by the son of, you are being a son of Satan. So it means that the spirit that leads you determines whose child you are. Do you understand? The spirit that leads you determines who is your father. Whether it be God or it be Satan. Amen. So if you are led by the spirit of fear, you are the son of who? Satan. What about if you are being led by the spirit of pride? Satan. You are the son of Satan. You, don't, you see, you don't want to be a son of Satan. So if you are conscious, if you are conscious of this spirit, you wouldn't want to be led by that spirit. Anytime, anytime you, are being, you are doing something out of fear, do the opposite. Anytime you are doing something out of fear, do the exact opposite of that. And it will bring you to still waters. Hallelujah. It will bring you to still waters. Anytime. Anytime. Amen. So if you are, if you, you have, you are being led by the spirit of procrastination, you are a son of who? Satan. You are a son of Satan. Look, uh, you are being delivered. Just receive it and be delivered. When you are, you see, when, 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 when Pharaoh had the spirit of procrastination, you see, it says that frogs are destroying your land. There are frogs, but it says, it's okay, give me more time. I won't let them go. You see, that spirit is an evil spirit. It's not the spirit that is of the Holy Spirit. Or it's not of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So it is the evil spirit that gives you that desire even to procrastinate. What about the, if you are being led by the spirit of jealousy? It's Satan. What about the spirit of disrespectfulness? You are disrespectful. You see, when they tell you that, you will not agree. What about the spirit of lying? You are, the, you are being led by the spirit of lying. What about the spirit that compels you to spend? How many people, how many of you want to be the sons of Satan or daughters of Satan? Amen. So be conscious of the spirit that is leading you and you will be delivered. Be conscious of the spirit that is driving you and you will be delivered. Hallelujah. Be conscious of the spirit of divorce and you will stay married. Amen. There are certain things that this spirit makes you say. It 
makes you say certain things that is leading to divorce. And I'm telling you that divorce is not still waters. The deception of the enemy is for you never to be conscious that there's a spirit that is driving you. That is the key that I'm leaving with you. It's the enemy's desire that you will never be conscious that it is the spirit that is leading you. The enemy's desire is to give you the world's wisdom to justify what you are doing. And it makes sense to you. So whenever you are being led by the enemy and you are not conscious, you are not, you don't bring yourself to analyze and say, is this a spirit that is driving me? You see, you say certain things. You say, I wish I never married you. I wish we never crossed paths. You see, when you are saying certain things, it is the spirit that is driving you. The fact of the matter is that that is not the truth. Do you understand? But it is the spirit that is driving you and based on that statement, it can, it can bring divorce. And then you sit back and say, I don't even know why I said that. I don't know what came on me. How many of you have said that before? I don't know what came on me. It's the evil spirit that came on you. I am telling you that. It's the evil spirit that came on you. So it is an evil spirit that drives you to do things that you regret. The Holy Spirit will not lead you and guide you and get to a place where you will regret. Hallelujah. That you will regret. Amen. Amen. When the Holy Spirit is leading you, you see, you ought to be, you ought to, you see, the Holy Spirit does not drive you, but the Holy Spirit, it ministers to your spirit. It ministers to your spirit. The Holy Spirit will speak to your spirit. So that is why when you are doing certain things, there is an inner voice. There's an inner spirit that says, don't do this. Do that. Don't do this. That is why, yes, when you are taking the thing, something else says, put it. Because, you see, you can easily take it. And the understanding is that no one will know that you took it. But no one is there. But something else tells you, put it down. It's the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit. And you do that, you do that out of your own will. You have a choice. You have a choice. You say that I can take it, no one will know that I took it, or I can leave it. But you choose to leave it. To leave it is the Holy Spirit that drives you. Amen. 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 You will get to a place where you know that I can easily undress and we do something, and no one will know. No one will know. But you see, something else says, don't take your pants off. Put it up. Zip it up. Something else. Something else. You say, no, it's not. You see, all of a sudden you say, no, it's not right. You are almost there. Almost there. You went. He opened the door. You followed him. You went inside the house. You know, you sat in the living room and then you played some music. You ate something and then he held your hand and then he took you to the bedroom. You are going. You are going all the while. You see, you are going. You are going. And then you go there and then, you see, he started, no, 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 no. You see, something just, no, no one is there. No one is there. You can do it and no one will know. But something just, no, 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 no. I can't do this. He said, why? 
No, 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 no. You see, you can't explain. You say, no, 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 I can't do this. And then you is, is, see that the person who is, who is carnal, that doesn't understand spiritual things, he doesn't understand why you cannot do it. Why? What the, are you sick? What has come now suddenly? Is it close forever? What, what? You see, they don't understand. Why? You see, but you see, you, you, you know that there is another voice that ministers to your spirit that says, don't do this. And you will not do it. Amen. Hallelujah. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. Our time is up. Let's, um, let us break and then um, let's stand to our feet because um, otherwise we will not. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. You are being delivered. You are being delivered. Let's, listen, let's take uh, just a few minutes. Let us pray. Lift up your hands and pray. Speak in tongues if you do. Pray that the Spirit will, the Spirit that torments you, the Spirit that drives you, the compelling Spirit that compels you to do things against your will, out of self-control. Lift up a voice and pray. Asa, lift up your voice and pray. Be set free from this Spirit. Be delivered from this Spirit. Driving Spirit. Spirit that compels you. Evil spirits. Evil spirit of fear. The spirit of fear. Out of fear you do this. May you be delivered from this spirit. In the name of Jesus. May you be set free from this spirit. May you be set free from the spirit of pride. No one can talk to you. No one can speak to you. That spirit of pride is not of God. It is an evil spirit. May you be set free. Oh God, deliver us from this uncanny spirit. The spirit that makes us spend. Spend unwisely. Spend unnecessarily. Lift up a voice. Lift up a lamentation to the Lord. And ask and say, may I be set free from this spirit. In the name of Jesus. Lord, set us free. Set your people free.
presence of God, we thank you. Father, we thank you this afternoon for setting us free, oh God. Setting us free, oh Lord, from the spirit of bondage. Setting us free from the spirit, the spirit of slavery. The spirit that drives us. Compelling spirit. Foul spirit. The spirit of fear. Lord, we thank you that we are set free from the spirit of fear. We are set free from the spirit of pride. We are set free from a powerful spirit. The spirit that makes us quarrel unnecessarily. We are set free. The spirit of lying. The spirit that causes to lie unnecessarily. Oh God, we thank you for setting us free from this spirit. A compelling spirit. The spirit that causes to spend our wisely. To spend what we don't need to. That compelling spirit. God, thank you for setting us free from these spirits. to be conscious of the spirit to be conscious of other spirits that have potential to influence and to drive us we are grateful and we are thankful this afternoon in the name of Jesus he said but all the other spirits lead us the Holy Spirit lead us but these all other spirits they drive us and compel us to a disappointing place Lord set us free from these spirits in the name of Jesus Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. With all, with all eyes closed and every head bow, you are here this afternoon. You are not a born-again Christian. You want to give your life to Jesus. May I see by show of hands. Anyone here, you want to give your life to Christ. Maybe you used to walk with God very closely, but today you feel very far from God. You feel that your relationship with God has gone too far apart and you want to come back if that is you lift up your hand and I'll pray with you say I want to give my life back to Christ or I want to give my life to Christ anyone here like that God bless you God bless you God bless you anyone here like that why don't you all join me and let's say this together say Lord Jesus thank you for dying for me thank you for dying for me Lord Jesus I am a sinner I am a I repent of my sins. I repent of my this sins. Afternoon, this afternoon. I come to you. I come to you for forgiveness. For forgiveness. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse Please me. wash me. Please wash me with your blood. With your blood. Forgive me of all my Forgive sins. Forgive me for all my sins. I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. Into my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seat? We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. 
For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.